in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Topic Thunder. Uh, here on the out, uh, here on the top ten show, excited to talk about all this stuff here today. You know, uh, uh, we got answering questions uh, from you, the fans, you, the patrons. Send in uh, your questions. Uh, Five dollar above patrons send in their questions, and we answer them here on the show, and we put it out there for everybody to watch. So, uh, just mm-hmm. encourage you, patrons, or you encourage you fans who are not patrons just to become patrons, so you can yep. send in your questions. But also encouraging all of you to uh, share and and uh, and um, you know like these videos and put them out there for people to enjoy in your social media. Damn straight. Retweet, <laughs> like, help spread the word. That's all we're asking. Yeah. Uh, Cause we know you enjoy the show. So yeah. let's spread the love around. Let's get Come more on. people involved. Yeah. Uh, it's Christmas in September. Come on. Uh, come it's, on. Cr- it's Christmas year round. You know, we bring that numerous times a week, every week. It's true. It's true. Us answering your questions are our gifts to you. Every one of these questions is a present from it you is. that we get to open and explore and enjoy. That's for sure. The only person in the world that knows what the question is, is that individual that sent it in. So the that's listeners true. and us are getting it for the first time. So it is a present. That's so true. sometimes that present is a gold bar and it's fantastic. <laughs> sometimes that present is a lump of coal. We don't know. Uh, all right. Anyway, I, I think you started last time, right? <clears throat> sure. Okay, sure. All right, let's jump into it. Uh, Chris Lemke here sends the first one. Now, Chris Lemke sent four questions. So, Chris, we're going to have to sparse yours out over the next four weeks. So you're good. You don't have to send anything for a month. Uh, so we appreciate you and the enthusiasm, but we got to be fair to let everybody get a shot to come yeah. in. We can't make this the Chris Lemke hour or half hour. So <clears throat> he sent in like 20 straight. Maybe that buys into we do it one time. You, you sat here and thought of questions for so long. Oh, but really? Time, Chris, mm. do not do that. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Please don't we do love that. your enthusiasm. He sends yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like he does this when he thinks of one, he thinks of two. So he sends two separate emails. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, There's a way to do that. Before. You can create a Word document and just save those questions there and then remind yourself to send one every week. That would be a way to go there. Just a just suggestion. Just suggestion. Yeah. Some secretarial, uh, secretarial <laughs> ideas. Go ahead and uh, what's his question? Well, yeah. Hey, guys, I'm so glad that the NBA is back, especially since the Penguins choked so hard all fucking ready. Of course, that's an NHL reference. So do my Capitals out in the first round, just like always. Uh, who knows of if NFL or college football actually happens? Huh? We're seven days away from NFL. Seems like bubble is the only proven method. Anyway, there have been many eras of the NBA, many people that have helped create and define it. Is Pops the father of the current era and was Golden State the best Pops team he didn't coach? I'll hang up and listen to your answer on air. Lemke. All right. What's your answer there, Matt? Do you – I define it as a Spurs – because it lasted – playoff run was 22 years. Mm-hmm. Had they made it this year, they would have broken the record. They're tied for most all time. Yeah. So congratulations to the Spurs. Yep. Uh yeah, I mean, it spans two decades. So we calling this his last championship was what, 2014, but his first so. one was 99. Yeah. And there's five in there amongst all those years. Although the next three came, what, 
2003, 2005, 2006? It was 99, 2003, 2005, 2006, and 2014. So pretty incredible stuff. It is. I do like the idea that Golden State is, in essence, an extension of pop because of Kerr. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. So I, I guess, <clears throat> I mean, it's an extension of also the ideals that he shifted into, which is the space. Let's try and get threes. Yeah. You know, it was the Suns and the Spurs kind of led that genesis early on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I specifically define it as his era. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I mean, they won 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. From my count, 13 division titles under Pop's reign. Um, they, they won five tit- five championships, six conference titles. So pretty much if they made it to the finals, they won uh, five out of six times. That's pretty yeah, incredible. The heat. It's, yeah, it's a great track record. Yeah, they only lost the Heat, and mm-hmm. arguably that's one of the closest finals you'll ever see. I mean, that if that Ray Allen shot doesn't go, the Heat don't win. They don't yeah. win one title. The if whole you have time Tim Duncan it. out on the floor to grab a rebound, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. he shuts down Bosch, and Bosch doesn't do the kick out in the perfect. But it also made for an, an amazing moment in the finals. So it really did. It really did. And uh, yeah, I think it kind of solidified LeBron once and for all. Him winning those two with the Heat, then him winning one with Cleveland. That's kind of. I don't think LeBron needs to win another one. To be honest with you, he's pretty much set. But if he had won that what? one, huh? Set for what? I think he's pretty much set where he is in the lex- in the legacy of players. Well, that's like what he's, he's trying to do. Is he's second best to Jordan. He'll never be better than Jordan. Never. What what if he wins, if he wins three straight with the Lakers? Like I'm not saying, but what if he wins three straight with the Lakers? Still wouldn't matter to me. The West is so loaded that it matters to me on some level. I still think Jordan is better, but at the same time, it's it's a clear one two right now. And if he yeah. managed to do something crazy like that, and he's winning championships, still being one of the lead dogs at 38, 39, that's mm-hmm. impressive. I'll tell you what, with that shit show they have of a bench, if he can win three straight titles with that shit show of a bench, yeah. then okay, fine, great, uh, we can have the conversation. But right now, I respect LeBron massively for dragging uh, a bunch of shit show teams to the finals, not being able to get it done because. You know those. The, he got exposed with a bench or whatever. And like you said, the East was so a bit of a, a bit of a cakewalk for oh. a lot of years while LeBron was doing his thing. Whereas all Jordan, of, all of them, you know, fine, all of them. But as Jordan all fought through the Knicks, fought through the Pistons, fought through so yeah, many Pacers, teams in the East, the Pacers I mean, could have beaten them. Yeah, the Pacers. You could argue that the finals were more of a respite than a tough knockdown dragout situation. Other than Phoenix, it seemed like they were pretty in control. In all those finals, whereas in the playoffs, in the conference finals, it's a whole other ball game. They were always, almost always close conference finals. So I would argue that Jordan was yeah. able to well, do more. Had the Scotty, Phil was a great coach for them. It was all of it all around, you know. He was never pushed to a game seven in the finals, whereas in That's the East, seven. that happened. Uh, and I think that tells you because it was that Utah gave him a run for their money. Utah, you know, yeah. punched him in the mouth. Sure. Uh, the Lakers, no. I mean, that was. They were toast. Right, right. And Phoenix, Phoenix gave him a, a pretty yeah, good fight. Phoenix did. Yeah. And the, you know, Sonics gave him a little something. And yes, yes. The Trailblazers gave him a little something. But yeah, the stiffer competition to me most often was in the East, having to get through that every year, yeah, yeah. which is what the West is, has been for the past 20 years. It's if you can get through the West, then you're the odds on favorite more than likely, even though the East has won a bunch with uh, the Celtics, the Raptors, the Cavs, the Heat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that being said, every year when you look at the stacked lineup, just like this year and next year, the West is actually somehow only going to get better. Right. Uh, 
because no, you got I, you know yeah go ahead i'm sorry didn't mean to cut you off no, you got, nothing, uh, uh, nothing uh but lebron is awesome if he can do it fantastic and uh i, I say would, we move on shall i still we? would put him up jordan I never will put him up, Jordan. I don't but care as what. a Bulls fan, I don't see it either. But yeah. if he managed to pull off a Herculean feat like that and he's still averaging 35 minutes a game and putting up crazy numbers, it's like his longevity at this point has to yeah. be rewarded to uh, excel yeah. at this level for so long. Yeah, I agree with that. I do agree that the Golden State is the best, pop, best Pops team he didn't coach. I do think Pops is the father of the current era. Um, and NFL is happening. We're seven days away. There's no turning back now. College football is happening some bastardized Frankenstein format, which means nothing to me, to be honest with you. Okay. I could give two shits because if five, four conferences are playing and that's it, and you want to rank teams and have a championship, get out of here, man. It's, that's is, ridiculous to me. Is Florida State not in it? No, we are. We're, we're playing, but I don't care. It means nothing. It means nothing. If you're not, if, the, if all the college football teams aren't participating, if numerous big conferences aren't participating, then what are you competing for? You know? Uh, dollars, baby. Exactly. That's what you're competing for. Advertising revenue, billions right. of dollars. Yeah, which means nothing. Nothing. Uh, well, talk right. to those ads and all the people that stand to benefit. Right, right. That's true. I'll, I'll free free labor. I know. Uh, exactly. All right, what, what's our next uh, question, there, well, man? Thank you, Chris. I said stand to benefit. Uh, <laughs> I heard not you. get exploited as a billion dollar workforce. Yeah. Uh, the next one is from uh, Philip Hunt, and it says, Hey, Matt and John, Philip here again. Thanks so much for the content during this crazy time. Can't wait to compete in Golden Ticket. Loving what's come out so far. My question is on artists, as an example being Stanley Kubrick, one of our greatest directors. I bought a new box set of his and discovered on the Shining DVD how awful he treated Shelley Duvall. Yep. This may be uh, uncomfortable, and I wondered, are there any artists that you loved but found out something about them that made you have trouble looking at them the same way? For me, the other artists include uh, Jimmy Stewart being a racist on set. Never heard that. Neither. All the crap Marlon Brando pulled, for sure. And recently, Ellen DeGeneres. I respected her a lot, and it kind of sucks hearing the things that are coming out. Thanks again for the awesome content. Hopefully, you guys will come to Australia and do a live show here. Yeah. Uh, Down the road. Go ahead, start. Oh, yeah. Um, here's what I'll tell you. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, as you get older, you're more aware of the holes in people's character, and mm-hmm. especially in this business, in this city, the things that people do or take advantage of or the moments that they, um, I don't know, a big, uh, the privileged moments they have where they think they can step on the people of color or step on women or step on people lower than them in their minds, lower than them in their minds in terms of status, mm-hmm. uh, and abuse them. When we see the Weinstein, right? Weinstein, what a phenomenal uh, asshole. But look how many films he championed that would have never seen the light of day if he hadn't put his True. marketing department behind them. So many foreign films, so many small independent films. So that's the exchange, unfortunately, you had to make with the devil there is, uh, you know, some women had to be and didn't have to be, but they were subjected to terrible treatment from him. Kubrick, absolutely. The shit with uh, Shelley Duvall is really difficult to listen to and watch. Uh, she mm-hmm. delivered a fantastic performance, but to put her through something like that was incredibly unnecessary. I would say, look at Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin, notorious for 167 takes for one scene, wearing out his actresses because he could, simply because he could. Or how about Hitchcock, basically sexually stalking a lot of his female leads, uh, pretty uncomfortable shit that he was doing to a lot of them, right, exactly. Uh, I don't know anything about Jimmy Stewart's. I think you mean John Wayne. John Wayne uh, made some racist comments. Yeah. 
near the and end played of some racist life. characters. And he played racist characters. Certainly in the searchers, that's a racist guy in the searchers. I, I was uh, thinking Genghis Khan or Genghis Khan. <laughs> well, sure. He well, yeah, right. Yeah, he went brown face <laughs> and whatever. But uh Marlon Brando, certainly, and Ellen DeGeneres. That was no surprise. I had a friend who worked on the set with her uh for about yep. three months, and uh, she was pretty terrible to them. So that's not a surprise to me. Usually the uh, smiley dopey ones are pretty fucking cruel behind the scenes. Comics are not really known as being well-adjusted people. So when they get a little bit of power, they don't really treat people that well most of the time. So I think it, it's, it's a case by case scenario. Okay. I, I genuinely do. Cause I'll agree with you. Like I hear nothing but bad things about James Corden. Yeah, me too. Yes, absolutely. Well, I don't yeah. know anything about him. Whereas Fallon, every person that is interacting with him, he's genuinely a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, I've only heard good things about Conan. Yeah, Conan too. I haven't heard good things about Kimmel. I know that much. Oh, really? I know some yeah. people that, yeah, work with them all the time and love them. Okay. Um, the Ellen thing. So years ago on this show, mm. I intimated as like, ah, oh, yeah, I've been hearing a bunch of bad stories about a certain one. I can't remember what show we did it on. Yeah. But I got a, I didn't want to say on air, and I got a text from Gabe who listens to the show, my nephew. Oh. Right. And he was like, who was it? And I was like, it's, it's Ellen. I've heard nothing but terrible things. It was like four yeah. years ago. Yeah. But I didn't want to say it on air. It's like, I don't know. I've heard this third hand from two, three different people, but who knows? Right. Uh, so it's not my business to say, but now it's all out in the open and be like, yeah, I've, I've heard that for a long time. Yeah. 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 Uh, P- Polanski is another one, right? I mean, uh, you have to kind of have your own personal conversation. Woody Allen's another one you have to have your own personal conversation about. Do you like, so to me, I, I would yeah. say, I would answer you this way, Philippe, it is your own personal journey with this content and with these artists, whether you want to accept um, the situations or not, uh, and whether you still will like the content away from the artist. Mm -hmm. It's up to you. What do you think, man? Um, Yeah. Mel Gibson is one comes up on the show Mm. all the time. Yes. It's like, I wish you would just stop talking. (laughs) Stop drinking too. Anything. Just stop having a microphone or any kind of recording device near you when you're not specifically on a press tour. Right. Because uh, who knows what's going to come out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and that one kind of hurts. Um, the, the the Kubrick, that was one of the first things I heard about. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. he made her because that came out you know before I was born. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Marlon Brando. Yes. Yeah. There's so many different instances of him just being a difficult prick because he could be a difficult prick because he was Marlon Brando. Right, right. Um, and from some amazing films, too. And you're like, wow, he was just intolerable yeah. his entire shoot. Uh, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. I heard about Burt Lancaster, too, or there have been um, about how he treated Montgomery Clift on the set of uh, From Here to Eternity because he knew he was homosexual. And so uh, Burt would really lean in, lay into him sometimes. Uh, with the uh, uh, manhood cracks and uh, cracks at his expense for being gay, those kinds of things. And uh, uh, it was one of the reasons why Clift was so messed up through the shooting of that movie. So uh, you hear things. I mean, you hear things all the time. Some of these artists and no one's clean, man. And the thing, oh, oh, well, I wouldn't say no one, but hardly anyone's clean in this business. Yeah, it's rare. You do, you do terrible things to get in those positions of power and you ignore certain things to remain in those positions 
or status of power. I mean, if we remember just a few weeks ago, that black and white video from all those actresses going, I won't be silent again. I won't, I will stand up. I will speak all that stupid attempt at trying to, uh, you know, speak to the BLM situation. It's like, Oh, so you've been silent the whole fucking time. So you've seen it happen numerous times. You just didn't say anything. And now you want to come out on the wrong right side of this. So your PR, so you don't take any hit PR wise. So, you know, it's, that's the way I look at that kind of, I did not see that video. Uh, Oh, it's so terrible. It's black I tune out all that because it's all the same at this point. Yeah. Um, and it's not, I'm not saying that. It's like all the different COVID stuff and all the, I've seen so oh, many yeah. like celebrities getting together to do this thing. And I just tune it all out now. So I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not against the message, but of course, having not. not seen it, I don't know exactly how, what they, what kind of vibe or feeling you get from it. Hey, it's been it's a fucking weird time. All around. Everything is is. just fucking weird, man. (laughs) Everybody's Uh, trying to catch up, man. Everybody's trying to stay alive or figure this out as it goes. Yeah, and then it's not easy. Certain people get prosecuted for the most minute of details, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and other people don't get prosecuted for just glaringly obvious Hiroshima-like things exploding behind them. And you're like, I don't... Why are we picking and choosing? Either the outrage has to be... Although we can't agree all on the outrage, but... Certain certain ones we agree, just like one offense, boom, you're out. And you're like, this this person over here has 732 that I can literally point to. Yeah, very good. Very good point. Yeah, very it's, good. I, I, I don't know. It's hard to ingest any of it at this point. Yeah, it's a lot at once. That's for sure. It is. Well, it's, it's just been wave after wave after wave after wave. So Right, right. Yeah. I've been focusing on NBA basketball. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's been my relief, and I fucking love it. Oh, uh, dude. Great game sevens. Ooh, oh, what? so good. They were so fucking great. I, I had no idea the Thunder were going to do you. That. Okay. Oh, the, and, the, and it was not. A, I don't think that was a foul, but all right. All right. Anyway. Well, on, on, yeah, the, the Heat Bucks game. Oh, man. Do you think the Middleton was a foul? And then no. do you think, think sub, subsequent Butler was a foul? I don't think the Dragic thing was a foul. And I don't think the Giannis makeup call was a foul either. And I think it was a terrible way to end that game. Um, because yes, I know Dragic Lee, like he goes up on his that's heels, the thing. letter of the law. I mean, it's like, you know, but he's going straight up, not straight in. And I think there's True. the difference, but he, then you have to worry about where you're going to land and all that stuff. He didn't violate and go under, but it's, right. it's like skirting the line. So to me, that was a 50, 50 call. You could call it or not. Whereas the Butler one at the end is like, that is, this is the fucking playoffs. Yeah, dude. It's a fucking playoffs. And one team is down. Oh, you know, two O's it, it's demoralizing. Right, right. He glanced him on the side. That's yeah. But if you're going to call one, I understand then the makeup call and calling the other because a lot of people were offended. But at least to me, the Middleton one was plausible. Right. This one is like, what are we fucking doing? Which one did Doris Burke go off on? Was it that one or was it the Middleton one? I forget which one she went off on. But I she think was like, it was the Middleton one. Because she apparently she I didn't watch it, but apparently I was seeing it on Twitter like she was just going off about it. Well, it they bring call. on uh, what's his name, the uh, the former official. To basically, hey, let's get in the mind of the refs type of thing. And he said his piece, and she was like, I completely disagree. And she said, <laughs> Let me tell you why you're wrong, Mike. Yeah, it's the only time I've ever seen anybody do that. And I think that helped fuel the fire, too. Uh, I fucking love Doris, man. Doris is the best. Yeah, she's she should great. call every great. fucking game. She's so great. Yeah, um, the NBA has been just a fantastic dude, release it's valve. Blast. It's been I know. a blast. I'm driving Catherine nuts because I just watch games every night. I apologize to her before I do it. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to watch basketball tonight. She's like, it's fine. We sit in the same room. She watches something on the TV and I right. just watch on my laptop, yep. you know, but 
Uh, I, last night on my Patreon hangout, I was I saw how, the, how tight the score was, and I told them, I said, uh, everybody, we can talk all we want here on the Discord. I'm totally fine, but I'm turning the game on for the last half an hour and seeing what the hell's going on yeah. while we're doing that. So, uh, yeah. One game after another after another that had been excellent. That Nuggets-Utah game with Conley Ooh. coming down the prayer three that rimmed in and out. What like, is he, hey. what, why is Conley taking the shot, man? Donovan is over on the side. Eye hands wide open going. Well, because he just he just got the ball stripped and he assumed that they were going down to either foul or a quick bucket. So he was yeah. staying. He didn't get back on defense. He was demoralized having, in essence, in his mind, lost the game. Right, right. And then Conley came down. You know, I'll take it was a for as little time as there was. It was a decent enough look. It, it was rimmed, a good look. Yeah, it rimmed yeah. in and out. Yeah. Yes, you'd want Mitchell shooting that, but he was on the opposite side of the court, kind of hangdogging exactly. a little bit. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. I, I liked it. I thought Jamal Murray did a great uh, – it was fantastic, that whole series. And now we'll see. The, I mean, we'll see what happens because, I mean, this is the worst thing. The Rockets are going to slide into this. And I want, I, know they be, I know they beat the Lakers playing them small ball earlier in the year. But, yeah. I mean, after a seven-game brutal series like this, I didn't – the fact that the Thunder with Chris Paul and Steven Adams took you to a seventh game that was a seconds away from Dude, you losing, I don't trust them against the Lakers now. I picked Thunder in seven. Oh yeah, I was, really? Oh, I was close. two seconds wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two seconds, but it was just like I don't like this Rockets team, and you yeah. need with Westbrook being out, you know, minimum first game when it was starting, and you're like, this he could go three, four games. Yeah, and he ended up basically doing that, yeah. uh, and then Harden no showed last night like he does in every game seven. Oh, my God, dude, he gave you exactly. I mean, he had that great. Honestly, jumping out of the way was probably his best play. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Watching the game, jumping out of the way was probably his best play in that game. That's a good point. And it's sad. Yeah, but the Heat, the Heat own the Bucks mentally, just like the Celtics own the Raptors. I mean, that's that could go 4 0, dude. Honestly, the Celtics are just, I mean, they were down by 21 in the third and still came back without Hayward. It's pretty incredible how they mentally own the Raptors right now. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think, well, I like the Celtics in that series. I didn't think it would be like this thus far, although they could have yeah. lost game two. True. Uh, it absolutely. Was it was there for them to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They could have lost that. So it could be 1 1 right now. So it's not like it's so lopsided. But, you know, why don't we move on? That's a lot of yeah. basketball and sports talk yeah. for. I just think Giannis is a number two. He's not a number one. Um, time will tell. Yeah. All right. We got, uh, we got one here from Jay Scott Sinclair. Ooh, it's a long one, so settle in, everybody. Ahoy, fellas. Thanks, as always, for the quality content. Proud to be a listener and supporter of the show. Really enjoying the Golden Ticket. Shout out to Blair for holding down the fort with scorekeeping and the gentleman who helped create that catchy theme song. Forgive me for not recalling his name. His name's Andy Merriweather. Mm-hmm. On the subject of names, my question, which fictional character that you share a first name with do you resonate with the most on a personal level? Holy shit. I, myself, for example, going by Scotty, have a few to choose from, including... Ice T's Scotty Appleton from New Jack City, the Sandlot Scotty Mall, Smalls from the iconic quote, which is killing you, or perhaps the conflicted Scotty J, portrayed by the late great Philip Seymour Hoffman in the often mentioned Boogie Nights. At the end of the day, I gravitate to Montgomery's Scotty Scott from Star Trek. Awesome. I'm admittedly not a Star Trek purist, so the, the new films are the ones that I'm most familiar with, but I think everyone can agree Simon Pegg honors the role of the dependable engineer capable of anything that's thrown at him and quick with a quip to relieve the mm-hmm. tension. But this isn't about me, John and Matt. Uh, John, this isn't about me. John and Matt are fairly common names. So by all means, do you do what you need to do to narrow down your choices? Hopefully it's an interesting thought experiment that you 
delve into. But in the event of it's a dud, feel free to discuss your favorite Scotties out there. There are a lot of them I didn't mention. Thanks again. Top 10 Boumaye, your proud listener and patron, Jay Scotty St. Clair. Um, all right. Well, what do you say there, Matt? I had to. I had time to think during that dissertation. I know. <laughs> it's a lot from Jay Scotty. I love it. I would say almost half is about him, like the Scotty and the names and all the choices. True, true. And then he ends it with, but this isn't about me. I don't know, buddy. <laughs> you just spent at least about half of this email Truth. making this about you, Jay Scotty. Truth. Truth. Um, yeah. So anyway, thinking through that, I can't think of a single Matt character. Really? Okay. Hold on. Let me see here. Uh, no, I mean, let me see what. Let me see if I can bring some up here. Uh, in movies, like literally, I can't yeah. think of a single one. I can think of tons of actors. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm trying to find which is weird. Uh, yeah, best fictional character named Matt. It's on Reddit. Uh, Matt Murdock for Daredevil. Okay. Uh, Matt Foley, the motivational speaker. Oh, no, I don't think that counts. That's a TV thing. Let me see. Oh, from SNL. Yeah, best character. Well, you know what? Maybe I should do best characters named Matt. Yeah, whereas John, it took me two seconds to go John McClane. Yeah, I mean, basically. <laughs> so it's a good, hey, that's an awesome one. But I literally cannot think of a single Matt John character. Hmm. Yeah, John Wick. Yeah, that's another one that I like. Which is weird because, you know, Matt, John, Robert... Like those names have been popular now in the U.S. for what, 150 years? Right. 200 years been been a staple since our, the creation of this country, and yet nobody writes them. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's some alliterative thing, or you don't get quite the the punch on the page as they're writing. What about Matt Hooper? From from what? Jaws from Richard Dreyfuss character? No, no. That's what okay. I mean. Honestly, you're you're winning right now with that. I'm just trying to, uh, yeah, it's really odd that there's not a lot yeah. of characters for a name that's so comp like Mark. There's, I'm sure there's a ton of Marks. John's an easy one. John and Robert. Yeah. Yeah. Best um, film characters named Matthew. How about that? Um, let's see here. Yeah. Whereas you got McConaughey, Damon, Broderick. Yeah. Uh, like you can just go with shit, Lillard. Right. Um, there's a bunch of Matthew actors. Right. Hey, so far, right. what's your favorite, John? Matt's among the top five boys uh, in this situation. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh, certainly, John McClane. I think that's the one that I okay. uh, most. But most recently, I would say John Wick. The idea of seeking revenge uh, when you've been fucked over by a situation. Absolutely, I love that. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that. Hmm. Yeah, this yeah. is like I need to do research type of question. Yeah, it's a tough question, man. I've never thought about, obviously, I've never seen one on screen. The uh, most popular names in film are overwhelmingly male. Jack and John uh, is, has more than 300 appearances. Matt, ooh, Matt is way down on this list, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, we can't sit here, you know. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Oh, Matt is 39th with 99 appearances in film. So you've got. I wonder how many of those are short films. Uh, 
<laughs> fucking because I got nothing. Let me see if I can guess the ch- the top uh, five or something. Uh, for Matt? No. No, no, no. For names. Okay. okay Most names. common. You're saying it's overwhelmingly male. So we got John, Jack. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, hold on. Let me go. Let me get there. All right, go ahead. I would I would guess James. James is seventh. Uh, it's out of the top five. Robert. Robert is. Well, there's a Bob at 19th. I think that's what qualifies as huh, Robert. I can read them to you if you want. Go for it. Frank is number three. Ah, that makes sense. It's Jack, John, Frank, Sam, and then Paul, and then David, yeah. and then James. Uh, luckily, one female name makes it in the top ten. Mary at number nine. Mary. So there what you was go. Uh, what was in the ten spot? Oh, ten spot um, was uh, Charlie. Charlie is number ten. Mike is eleven. Fast. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. There's not. Right, you, you want to do one more, and then we'll yeah, call let's it? do one more. <laughs> Thank you, Jay Scotty Sinclair. Saint Clair. Uh, this one's from Lawrence Witt. Okay. Says, Hi guys, loving all the content. Enjoying the new uh, golden ticket, and hope you're staying safe and well. John, I know I say this each time I message, but I really think you should watch the original Italian job again with an open mind. It's just superior to the remake in every way. Wow. My question is that I've been looking at and researching different exercise and workout routines this summer. (laughs) I've been adding in new classes and more cardio. So wondered what your typical weekly workout regimes are like and if you follow any specific plans, etc. Also would be interested if there's anyone on YouTube you might follow is worth checking out. Uh, YNWA, one yeah, for you, you there, John. What is that? You never walk alone. Uh, okay. That's the Lawrence, uh, sincerely, Lawrence, or parenthetically, Laws. 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 That's, that's a good British nickname. Laws. Laws. Fucking Laws. I've never heard that or seen that before. I wonder how common it is over there. Fucking Laws. Um, I don't no. exercise as much as I used to. I'm fat as fuck right now. It's disgusting. I'm actually wearing a new polo that I ordered online that's extra large. It's tight around my gut. It's embarrassing. Um, but, uh, you know, I've, I've got a set of weights. I just need to find time. Uh, some of you know who are listening. I stepped down from Schmodown backstage. I'm not going to be a co-host of that show anymore with Ben Bateman because I need to find time to work out. And I need to find time to do more stuff for my channel. So I have to step away from one of the shows that isn't my show on my channel to create and have the time to work out and do that. So having my sure. Tuesday afternoons back to take a walk and lift weights, I think will be essential for my mental well-being because I'm going nuts with all this weight. I hate being overweight. I hate being heavy. Uh, I know yeah. I have a, always had a gut, but I hate with the gut that the guts got expanded now that I feel ashamed of myself. So I can't help you with the workouts there, Lawrence. Um. I mean, back when I was in the best shape I've ever been in my life, I worked out minimum two days a week, but three days sometimes. And I'd lift for 90 minutes and run for an hour. Wow. That's great. Yeah. I was getting between minimum was six miles, but I'd run, you know, somewhere between six and 10. Yeah. Just depending like what kind of vibe I was in. If I was feeling it, I just kind of keep going. Uh, But my favorite thing that was also the one that I had to get motivated most for was ab straps. You ever get those? No, so, not abstracts. So you, they got carabiners. You hook them in, and they have these slings that you put your arms into, and you okay. just lift your legs in various positions to work out your abs. Oh. And dude, I had almost an eight pack 
nice. just doing that. Oh yeah, I lost all. I quit drinking. I started working out. Like I devoted a lot of time to that, and then did it for right. the next you know three years or so, and worked out all the time. And uh, I hated doing it. Loved it while it was happening though, because I motivated myself to do it. And then afterwards, felt like a million dollars. But it was every time. It's like I know this. Is gonna, it's pain. It's just nonstop yeah. pain the whole time. Like lifting and I lift. Uh, the legs in unison and get up to 90 degrees, hold there and then do like air crunches and do bend the knees and twist and like try and work out all the different, but I, yeah. I hated it, you know, yeah. knowing in my routine, it's like, I do these three things and then I do that. I know it's coming. <laughs> I know it's coming. Uh, I did when I was in, I, when I did three years of CrossFit, that's probably the best shape I've ever been in. Uh, it was incredible. I could handle it. I would, I would, by the time I was at the pinnacle of my CrossFit, I could do three CrossFit classes in a row on a Saturday morning. Just, mm-hmm. You know, it was great. Um, uh, and then other times, uh, like you, Matt, the combo of the cardio and the weights, I could spend. Uh, I remember when I was in my bed, I could go to twenty four hour fitness and two hour workout, which mm-hmm. I'd be thirty minutes or oh, 20, 20 minutes on the elliptical, twenty minutes on the bike, twenty minutes on the rowing machine, then go upstairs, lift weights for forty five, and then abs for fifteen. That was basically my workout all the time. And yeah. I'd have to pay for parking at that 24-hour fitness over there by uh, the Arclight because there was only an hour and a half. They only covered an hour and a half. So it frustrated the piss out of me. But, you know, it was great to be in that shape. And I don't know what happened, man. I think the relationships and all the stuff that happened and the yeah. shit I went through in 2016 kind of fucked me up mentally. And I've never been able to find my rhythm again. And Lily and I talk about it all the time because, like, we've put on weight since we've been together, that love weight, that comfort weight. And both of us are frustrated that we've put on a little bit of paunch and, you know, we want to get back into shape and, and things like yeah. that. So, you know, we're trying, man. We're trying. This this possible move to San Diego, I think part of it is us. We're looking for a place that has trails and has walkabouts so we can, like, go and do stuff mm-hmm. outside and feel more comfortable working out and finding a place with more space. I can yeah. put weights in a bike, maybe even if I can afford it down the road, a Peloton bike, getting that shit. So it's like you're constantly motivated to do stuff. So we'll see, man. But, yeah. I wish yeah, I could I help. I can't get in. I, I obviously I've run on a treadmill because I did it at the gym and yeah, but it was a much bigger open space. If I had to do that at home or the Peloton, I need to be outside. So I'd be doing it outside. Oh, that's a good point. I put it right outside and, and yeah, like, just put it in the back the porch. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Cause I couldn't do it inside just the stale air. Yeah. Uh, I know it would drive me nuts and it would demotivate me. Whereas if there's fresh air blown through, I don't care. That's fair. That's actually a really good point. Actually. I like that. Yeah. Well, plus um, then once you get your CO2 above a certain parts per million, like I think it's at a thousand or 2000, you lose yeah. 15% automatically of your mental faculties. You just brain, you lose 15% oh, wow. of your efficiency right. just at that low. Now we can tolerate much higher than that, but it doesn't right. take much. And if you're in a room, just fucking huffing and puffing and sweating, you're yeah. also then like cutting off the brain circuit or the oxygen circulation of your brain. So you're getting high. Maybe that helps. A little runner's high <laughs> on top of you're just woozy and fucking almost falling off the bike. But yeah. honey, yeah. I did 27 miles today. Um, <laughs> well, plus, I mean, yeah, good. Sorry. Do you think sitting on a bike that long would hurt since you're not accustomed to it? You know what I mean? I think, it, well, I mean, people do spin all the time, right? That's an hour long class. So yeah. I think so. I mean, I, I used to ride my bike for two, three hours on end, man, back when I could like I would take it from my place in Santa in uh, uh, West Hollywood all the way down to Venice and then back and then like Vera and other areas and whatever. So I loved riding my bike all the time. It's just like I don't know what it's like I said, uh, I don't ha- I never had any pain or anything like that. It was a lot of fun to do it. Um, so um, I tr- but I also bought a bigger bike seat. 
so that my butt could feel a little more comfortable while okay. I was doing it because I knew I was going for long distances. Those little skinny ones, Matt, fuck that noise. I know. It just that. rides up yeah. right in between and just adds this weird pressure. And for not now having done it my entire life to start at this age, I don't think my body would be – it would take like slow conditioning in essence, I yeah. think, for me. I hear you. I hear you. But just to answer your question, Laws, real quick, I would say go to like talk to your gym. Most gyms have uh, trainers that are doing classes for free on YouTube or they you can buy a pack and then do classes and do yoga, do whatever. There's a lot of stuff on YouTube that you can explore and follow. Um, I know that woman that used to be on the big uh, – what's the one lose weight? Uh, uh, whatever one Biggest is. Biggest loser? Biggest Loser. She used to be on Biggest Loser. And I don't mean Jillian Michaels. I mean the woman that came in to replace Jillian Michaels. She's on Instagram. She's great. I think it's Jennifer something. She's great. And she posts her workouts there for you to watch her technique and her recommendations. And on the Insta stories as well, you can follow that. And she'll like guide you into workouts and uh, Mm -hmm. guide you into YouTube workouts and things like that that you can do. So that's what I would recommend. I wish I could remember her last name, but it's Jennifer something. Long hair. Witterstrom, W-I-D-E-R-S-T-R-O-M. That's her name, Jennifer Witterstrom. So follow nice that. Pull. Yeah, <sighs> I never watched that show, so I know Jillian oh. and I know what the other dude looked like, but yeah, I never. Bob, whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, all right, we're at 36 minutes. We should wrap this thing. We should. We talked a little too much basketball. <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for joining us here on the Topic Thunder. We really appreciate you all sending in your questions and definitely appreciate you all being patrons of the Top 10 show. You know, uh, when we know that your dollar is being stretched in so many different ways uh, mm-hmm. nowadays and, and you guys are very aware of what you can and can't spend money on the fact that you keep supporting us as we do and create this content for you all week. Every week uh, means a lot to us. So thank you so much. And for those of you who are uh, hesitant or been on the fence about it, I hope watching one of these Topic Thunders or watching one of our shows kind of motivates you to to -hmm. toss a little bit our way to keep us going and support us as we go in through all this COVID stuff uh, and what's happening in the world. Yeah, hopefully things rebound. But uh, as you said, everybody that supports us throughout this, it's meant the world. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's helped us basically ride the wave of this pandemic a little bit easier. So uh-huh. our thanks to all of you. And if you want to join us, patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10 and hit us up over there. Um, uh, you can follow me at Matt Nost for anything and everything I do. And uh, that is it for me this week. Cool. You can follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram. And that's it for topic. Thunder.